How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Smarts and Strikes Podcast. We cover every bump, every spot, and chat with all the talent around the world of wrestling. Here's your host, Bill Matz, former WWE referee Kevin Keenan, and Eric Golden. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Smarks and Stripes. We have, let's call it an explosive episode for you today because Absolutely. we kicked off the Wednesday Night Wars just last night. Hello, my name is Bill Matz. I am joined by Eric Turtle Golden. Man, all I have to say before we get into this, Turtle, if this is what Wednesday nights are going to be like, count me in. Yeah. That I, was fun. It, the, the whole thing, the whole week's been fun so far. Like, yeah. It wasn't the best draw in the world. I know I texted our group chat and said, it's got to be the best draw ever. It wasn't the greatest draw ever, but it was entertaining for sure. It was. That's. Uh, I can foresee a world. That's. I'm still looking forward to SmackDown on Friday. Uh, with The Rock? Come Just on the, now. The idea that the shows are so split up now, like I think, makes them different. When you go from three-hour Raw to two-hour SmackDown, twenty-four hours later, it's just like, all right, here we go again. Yep. Like having that separation, and then having Wednesdays in the middle, which are just so different, so much of a different presentation. Like I'm really looking forward to that. But let's talk about these Wednesday, Wednesday night, night wars. wars. Uh, I I just want to do a hits and misses. I want to go segment by segment and see let's, how it went. Pull uh, it down. Let's lead it off with AEW's very first Dynamite. Uh, Pro wrestling returns to TNT for the first time since uh, Shane McMahon stole W. WCW out from under his dad. That was, and I still uh, remember that iconic was, shot of him was yeah. like at a beach or yeah, something. Yeah, at, at Palm Springs like, or whatever. Hey, yeah. Dad, yeah. here I am. Like, holy crap. But, and they oof. they didn't shy away from it. They made, like, I, I really, to kick it off, I will say, um, I really liked the announced team. Ross has been up and down so far in his AEW tenure. Adding Tony Schiavone, I thought was perfect. Those two were master storytellers. Uh, right into the first match, Cody versus Sammy Guevara. I thought they really, it was a good match. I liked it, but I thought the announced team, all three of them, Excalibur included, I thought did a good job of really telling the story of what was happening. So let's start with the announced team, just standalone before we get yeah. to the actual story. Love Tony Schiavone. JR is JR. Sort of like the, the Jerry Lawler effect. You kind of just, it, you hearken back to the wrestling of your young. And JR is going to make his mistakes because JR is a bit older, and that is what it is. I wasn't a big fan of Excalibur. He was fine. He's kind of just the third wheel there now. Yeah. He's he's keeping things moving because Shivani is going. He's going to do his thing, and Ross is going to. He's making all sorts of comments that are hilarious. JR well, he dropped the, the shit. Yeah, he dropped the great. holy shit, but he's just like making comments, and it's funny. But it seems like Excalibur is just there to yeah. keep the old the two old men moving along. Like, it was very Dio Madden ish, like from yeah. Raw. Just to go back to that. But I enjoyed, because it was the first episode, I enjoyed them taking us back on the story. Yeah. Because you don't know Sammy really well. At least, I don't, as a WWE hardcore fan. Maybe some indie fans do, but I don't know him that well. So hearing his story is fine. Seeing Cody was with the Penn State hoodie originally. Yeah. That's a little weird. He's not a Penn State guy, is he? No. um, But be that as it may, it was a good story to tell. 
It was a great match. The only thing I, the main thing I got from the match, aside from the actual in-ring entertainment, which was great. Did you see Cody's fireworks and entrance was like three times as great as the kickoff <laughs> fireworks and entrance? I did because I remember, I remember seeing the uh, the initial uh, the the fireworks to open the show. And since WWE just brought back fireworks, exactly. they were underwhelming. Very. And then like, obviously oh. Cody. Yeah, and, and then Cody like comes three out. Three minutes worth of <laughs> no. fire, fireworks, rain, whatever. I noticed, I noticed the exact same. I was like, oh, that was kind of underwhelming. And like right after Raw just did, yeah. oh, Pyro's back, baby. And then Cody comes out. I was like, that should have opened the show. I, I, I would have flip-flopped the two. And <laughs> I don't know why it got me, but you're right. It's just because Raw brought it back. Their new stage is pretty yeah. banging, too, by the way. It's but cool. They're just point. so LED. Crazy. I just, I just miss the old Titan Tron. Oh, I agree. I just miss the old. I love AEW set. I yeah. really like their look. Um, uh, it, it's one of the things they're doing really, yeah. really well. But it's the match itself was great. It I really can watch was. Cody work. I, the dude is just such a freaking natural. I just yeah. his he's not Kenny Omega. He's not Seth Rollins. It's not like that. But just watching him do pro wrestling is awesome. Absolutely. He's so good at it. Uh, one and I'll thing, be honest, I expected not to like that match. I really did. That's uh, Sammy Guevara grew on me as the match went along. Um, he's scrawny. Yeah, and we'll l- get to bit. it. We'll get to it at the end. Throughout this whole show, I'm just sitting there thinking. Man, AEW just needs like a big hoss or two. Like they just, and then we get a reveal at the end, which we'll get to. But I was like, just something they really like. I don't mind you being short. Like I don't care if you're short. Yeah. But Guevara looks like he's 120. Like, pounds. There, there are a bunch of similarities with yeah. all of their talent so far. And listen, I, I read it somewhere that Cody said it's only like 80 percent of the rosters filled. Yeah. And clearly, you can't do everything because everybody's gonna have that video story telling up. You don't know who. Sammy is, or who all these other people are. So I get it, but they're very tiny. Something I really like. So Cody comes away with the win, and they're telling the story like Cody's overlooking this guy. He's a young up and comer, and you know Cody's got the title match, so he might be overlooking it, and he doesn't want to get embarrassed. It's the first wrestling match on TNT mm-hmm. since tw- uh, 2001. Doesn't want to blow that opportunity. He gets the win. Guevara comes up at the end and extends the hand for the handshake, and I am so freaking tired of handshakes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this crap. Like, oh, yeah. No, let's not be Ring of Honor. Can we just not be Ring of Honor? Yeah. That'd be great. And then we get the sneak, the, we get the swerve. I'm like, yes, thank you. Jericho comes out, uh, attacks, uh, Start. they start telling that story right away. All right, Cody overcame that first obstacle, and now it's Jericho Cody heading into full gear. I like getting into that right away. And by the way, speaking of somebody who is not scrawny, anymore probably could stand to lose a few lbs i don't like what i, I don't know what's up with jericho recently I, what is his look i can't i, I don't get it <laughs> he's i it's like a cross between fading rock star and randy the ram from the yeah, wrestler it's just it, this <laughs> i love i can't even say i don't like it but it's it's unique that's it, it's definitely different it's, he had the jacket sword the, the light jacket I don't know. Like, listen, Jericho could talk on the mic for three days straight, yeah, that's... and I would love it, and it'd be great. And his match with Cody's going to kill it. And it is, but aside from his look, his finisher to me is just on and strange, too. But we'll yeah, get to that when we get to that He's doing a back match. elbow. I don't, I don't get that. Yeah, The right. Judas effect. Yeah, I mean, come uh, on, dude. I, I get just... it. Just... Just say you want to plug your band. Like, come on, that's all. Just, just do the code breaker or something, man. Please. Um, yeah. So we move on to MJF versus Brandon Cutler. MJF, one of my favorite guys in this company. 
in its early tenure. Uh, a couple of my friends, like, it was their first exposure, really, to AEW mm-hmm. was last night. And they're texting me, like, yo, MJF is, like, yeah, man, uh, uh Kevin's been telling us, I mean, yeah, since before years. AEW really even kicked off its uh, its its pay-per-views and everything, he was telling us that MGF, MJF was a star in the making and just coming to the ring. As if you, not even his promo coming to the ring, just talking crap on everybody, which was great. Uh, but the thing I love about MJF is if you were to watch the show on mute, and he were to walk down to the ring, you would know exactly who he is without hearing the announcers, without yep. hearing him, without hearing anything. Just looking at him, you'd go, yes. And that's what a star is. Yeah. And that's that's a great way to put it. I, I couldn't put my finger on, like, in in ring, he's fine. He's fine. Like, he's good. He's yeah, not he's good. special. He's not doing 360 flips out of this and, like, all the, the bucks are and all that. But my, the key in the, that match that sold me on him was his fake out of the suicide dive? Yeah, these bounces and bounces, and you know what? Nope, f you fans. I don't have to do nothing. <laughs> it's I'm so like, yeah, pure heat, amazing. And that's I, he won me over with that alone. He was match was fine. That's the thing. Special, Heels but... aren't supposed to do that stuff. That's that yep. we've gotten to the point where everyone just does everything, and that's what wrestling is now. But like. Th- it's impossible for Rey Mysterio to be a bad guy because yeah. he does so much stuff. You're like, that's awesome. I love him. So how could you ever boo him? Yeah. Like MJ, like you're supposed to wrestle like the Miz. And like now that the Miz is a baby face, he does more cool stuff than he did when he yep. was a heel. Like, but it was, he, he is yeah. baby Miz. He, that's yeah, what that's, he is. He's it's that arrogant SOB yeah. coming out that doesn't have to do anything. It's it was that great. amped up so much. It's like yeah. when the rock comes out in his $2,000 shirt and just, you know, puts yeah. his sunglasses down or looks a certain way, puts his eyebrow up. You know what he is without hearing anything. He absolutely won me over in that match. And now he'll have to prove it in ring over and over yeah. again because the match itself was just fine. I got to talk. Everything else was great by him. Talking about presentation, Brandon Cutler, my man. You got to do something about that gear. Wow. It was brutal. <laughs> yeah. It was like create a wrestler, like bad. Like WWE 2K20 yeah, like Generic, stuff. a Hardy, like you didn't have the Hardy Boys gear, so you like pieced it together. It was just yeah, bad. Well, it, I, I wasn't know. a fan of that. It was like a. Like, it was my first introduction to him, too. It was terrible. As much as MJF won me over in that match. He didn't. That's, he was fine. in. I think he was in NXT for a bit. He's just a. He's a guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's a just guy. a random guy. Yeah. Uh, we go from that to a very odd segment at ringside with Kevin Smith and Jason <laughs> Mewes, Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, their movie's coming out. I didn't have a chance to look it up. I assume it's got to be Turner. Some subsidiary of Turner is you know putting that thing out, and that's why it, that's why they're there and they're co-branding. I think Kevin Smith was on Jericho's podcast this week. Doesn't shock it's, me. Yeah, so I think Jericho's in the movie. Uh, they, oh, well, they, there you go. They said that, so it's it's just a little cross-branding thing. Um, I liked it. It was fun. It was awkward as hell. Like that's two what guys James who, and yeah, Bob are. Two guys who clearly aren't, like – Adept at cutting live promos, like <laughs> it was really? Kevin Smith who's like, "Oh man, Chris Jericho plays a bad guy in my movie. I guess it's typecasting." It's, guy, it's suspension of disbelief. We're not talking about good guys and bad guys, right? <laughs> but it was just fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was a nice it was little a cutaway, cool crossover segment. thing. And someone comes out. You just get a, you just get a thing. Uh, but then we go to Hangman Page versus the Bastard Pack. Um, man, Adrian Neville's. 
He's yeah. taken on a whole new persona since leaving WWE, and he's really good. Hangman Page, you and I have both said he's just not really doing it for me right now. Yeah, Last night was the first time I was really captivated by like his in-ring performance. I'm though. trying to think. Somebody on Twitter tweeted it last night too. Like, what is like a, a mean cowboy? Like, he's a fine technical wrestler. I get it, but there's nothing that hooks me on. Like, at least with Pac, he. Completely changed, as you said. Yeah. Kudos to him for doing a complete flip in his character. But at least you know he has that I'm going to do 8,000 flips type of hook to him. Paige is fine. I just don't get it. Yeah. I. Yeah. No, I. Maybe it'll. Now that the TV show has finally started, like this is kind of chapter one. We've had a lot of build up to now. They've done a bunch of things. There have been, I think, four or five pay per views. uh, But. This is it now. Now it actually begins and they can start building these characters. Because for anyone, like Hangman Page to me, his most of his appeal is, oh, well, he's one of the elite guys. So he yeah. must be as good as Cody or the Bucks or Omega. And just not. I don't see that. Maybe he, maybe like it'll. He's definitely an above, t- an above yeah, average in-ring performer. Yeah, I'm not knocking him. I'm just, I just don't get what makes him. Special. Yeah, special to be a main eventer at this yeah, point. I, I'm we'll, kind of, maybe we'll, he'll be we'll that see. mid-card guy. Maybe he'll be that intercontinental champion, quote-unquote, level guy. Yeah. Know? And, we'll, you know, maybe he could just wow us week two, and from there on, he's a freaking star. Yeah, I'm not and, counting, and it's possible, too. I just – this match was good. I, I like what they're doing with Pac. Uh, it's – they're really pushing him, yeah. and he's two and zero. I guess he beat Omega. Now he's beat Hangman, so he's got a thing going with the Elite. Uh, I, I just like what's uh, I like what's going on. I here. just got to figure out, and this is nothing to do with that match in particular. More of Cody's overall, but like if wins and losses mean something, why do Cody's two wins mean more than Pac's two wins? That's a great question because he did talk about. Um, Cody talked about how it's kind of going to be like college football. And so, like, quality of win is going to matter and that kind of thing because it's going to be a power ranking more than a standings. That's fair. Look at who Pac has beaten. Yeah. It's supposedly two of your biggest guys. It's Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, the two guys who could have been champion outside of Jericho. And if you look at who Cody has beaten, it's not been that quality of wrestling. He went to a time time limit draw with Darby Allen, who was on the dark matches, but wasn't on the actual show. So, like, it's, I don't know. My biggest fear I don't know with yet. AEW going in, and it's sort of been realized, but I'm going to give them time to fully flush out what they want to do, is that just the five guys that essentially made this organization are just going to be champions, run roughshod over the entire roster all the time. And it's slowly beginning that way with Jericho being a champion. And by the way, I was wrong about, what's it called, um, Paige being the first champion when we said that originally. I don't get it, so that's fine. Yeah. But if if it's just going to be champion versus champion versus champion versus champion all the time, it's going to get boring real quick. I, they just need the time. I was My worry was they were going to burn through all the marquee matches too quick. Correct. But I think to start, there are only a few names that people know. So to start, you do just, like... Hogan comes into WCW, and they don't wait to Starcade to get to right. Flair. They go, we're putting him with Flair right away because we need a return on investment right away. Absolutely. So I, I guess that's kind of yeah. what they're going to go and with. And it'll take time. Believe me, I'm not knocking them right now. It's just yeah. if Cody's wins weren't as good as Pac's wins, and they say wins matter, 
Well, then power rankings-wise, Pac should be ahead of Cody, and Cody should not be in the title match. But that's beside the point. So we get to the, uh, they're going to crown the inaugural women's champion. They have Riho versus Nyla Rose. And your takeaway from this match was the exact same as mine, Turtle. And that's all it was. The, the belt was so small. <laughs> Just, just looking when they showed the belt when the because that it was the screenshot you put in the group. Yeah, the ref holding it up, it looked so tiny. I was like, well, there's no way Nyla Rose is winning because where would she wear it? <laughs> it almost looks like they cheaped out on it. Like uh, it seems I, like why? they ordered the wrong, like they clicked the wrong thing. Yeah. I meant to <laughs> click extra large, and I clicked large or small yeah, by mistake, like, whatever. Yeah, but. when you get the wrong, like you just didn't read. Like oh, this is actually actual size in the picture. Yeah. Like they bought a, like a figure, but like it just looked bad. Uh, this match. Uh, took a while to get going, but I thought the second half of the match was excellent. Yeah. Uh, they told uh, when they first started, I was like, "How are they going to tell this story?" Because man, the size—it wasn't uh, the normal size difference. It well, was like, "Wow, she's really little." And I, but here's the—I had no idea who these two were. Yeah. Like not even a little bit. So they did a good job in my head of like explaining who the hell these two ladies are. And you're right, the second half of the match was much better. It than was the first. very good. Yeah, and that and that could just be. The crowd kind of being in the same, you know what? I don't have the whole backstory on these two, so it takes me seeing them to actually get into them. Yep. Uh, and then Riho wins. She ends up being the inaugural AEW Women's Champion. Nyla Rose doesn't take it well, attacks her at the end, and here's where I have my very first booking issue with AEW. And it's a small thing, but... We, we got to be fair, because I yeah, pick absolutely. apart every little thing about WWE. And I don't want to judge uh, AEW on that scale, because this is show one, not show 1300 or whatever. You have to. If whatever the hell on. Fair, yeah, but to. Kenny Omega, who trained Riho, comes out to save her. Um, the crowd's first look at Kenny Omega, especially considering the very next segment was his match. Crowd's first look at Kenny Omega, the big star should have been his entrance with the Elite for the main event. It, that, it was just a little thing, but yeah. I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of, it makes the main event entrance not not as big. Yeah, that's fair. You had just seen that guy, and now he's coming out again. I agree. Uh, and then we get to the main event. It's the Elite, it's the Bucks, and Kenny Omega versus Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz. I am a huge LAX mark, so I was uh, I was just excited to see Santana and Ortiz. Uh, you knew they were going to get involved at some point after they uh, got involved in the ladder match at mm -hmm. All Out. And Jericho, I think, mentioned on his podcast, he had filmed some stuff with them after All Out that hadn't aired yet, and then it ends up airing on that countdown to AEW show. So basically, here we are. We have Jericho, and he's starting a little stable, it looks like. Uh, these guys have a match. It kind of devolves right away. We get, boom, first big surprise. Moxley comes out. Uh, Kenny Omega's getting ready for a dive to the outside. He's down on one knee. Moxley's behind him. Pretty cool stuff that we we, cool we didn't get the Mox match with Omega, so we're continuing that story there. Their rivalry is going to be front and center at the first pay-per-view. So very cool, no doubt about it. I'm not the huge Big John Moxley fan anyway, but that's not the point I'm trying to make here. 
are, are we in a no DQ match? Or did uh, they, they say never that? explained. I don't like. Maybe we got uh, you know trios matches, six man tags, whatever they're calling them. There are no DQ. Maybe the ref was just they like just say that. That's yeah, they That's just I didn't. Maybe I missed it, but you didn't hear it either. Not that I've I was, I was like, all right, so we have a DQ finish to the final match. I know more is coming because I watched it afterwards, so I knew a little bit of the spoilers. But I'm just like, oh, this match is continuing. Yeah. Okay. And that, that was my confusion. It was fine. Like yeah, I, said, it's, I just, I don't care. I just wish there had been an explanation. As That's, much as I want, I wanted them to continue the story like I do yeah. WWE all the time. Yeah. Just tell me the story and why it's happening. Not, oh, he's just here, but. The ref season. Yeah, and, that's eh, it was it was I don't want to call it Vince Russo, but it has such a because that has such a negative connotation. But the criticism you hear of Russo all the time is like people would go out, he'd have an idea and they'd be like, All right, but the rules bro, nobody cares about the rules. Yeah. And like you could easily explain it away, but like, <laughs> yeah, just like you out. got three announcers. Or whatever. You yeah. got three announcers, just like JR, who would say stuff like this all the time. Oh, the ref the ref's using discretion, doesn't wanna, you know, Easy enough. Doesn't want to end the first AEW main event on a DQ, so he's going to let, like, okay, fine. I'll accept it. Just Just tell me one line of dialogue. Exactly. Uh, Or just tell me it's no, whatever. Uh, But then we get, uh, it just turns into a big schmoz at the end. We get the big, I always call it the Nitro ending when it's just a huge brawl at the end because it feels like every other episode of Nitro ended this way. I don't hate it because it was always entertaining and I liked this. Uh, But we get Sammy Guevara coming out. We get Cody Rhodes coming out. We get Doug. Dustin coming out. Uh, we it, Jack Hager finally makes his debut as uh, former <laughs> Jack Swagger, and that was what I was getting to. They just need a guy like Swagger. Yeah. Um, I forgot how over the uh, the Americans thing was. Oh, it was way with over. Swagger. The, they were chanting "We the People" at him. See, here's like my the whole crowd was chanting "We the People." Here's my problem with, with Swagger Hager, Hager, whatever the hell his yeah. name is. I was more into "We the People." <laughs> Than him, yes. Like he's fine. I no, guess. that he's was a, like that was like the the ten. Like, yeah. all right, is Sean Spears really over, or is yelling yeah. ten over? Yelling ten's yeah. over, and, and he's fine, and he's talented enough, I guess. But in my head, like as for a big reveal, I almost would have flipped the Moxley Hager like interruptions. Like, let him come out and screw on ever over. I guess it was just, and then bring out the bigger guy in the end, rather than if not, this is your big. Boom at the end. Hager not being like people not knowing that he was good at like Moxley's in the company. We know right. that. So I they're continuing a story there. And I get it. This You're is right. setting up and uh, Swagger had some good matches in WWE and he had some freaking boring matches in WWE. I That's think my problem with, with the level of talent and the way they're going to work in AEW, I expect his matches to be good and the stories he can tell because he's so different from pretty much everyone on the roster That's are fair. going to be different. So I'm excited for the potential, but I'm not playing this off like they brought in Roman Reigns. They didn't. I, I was definitely – It's it's Jack Swagger. I, I knew there was going to be some sort of surprise reveal and – like I said, I'm not a big Swagger fan. Yeah, and Swagger's fine. prime also was when like I wasn't watching. Like exactly. when I came back in 2012 to ro- watching, like he was not what he was before that. I guess I was just a bit, just a bit disappointed in the reveal being him. Yeah. Okay. Like it, it could have been anybody I've always, else. I've always liked Jack Swagger. I guess we're gonna have to start calling him Jake Hager, but no, I always liked Swagger. Swagger because of the the uh, DUI arrest he had, where he was so high. 
that the cop wrote in the report, I've never seen anyone so high. That's like, sad. and he was like, told him, I'm so high, I can't. <laughs> like, he was free, he was bugging out when he got arrested for driving high. Yeah. It's just, listen, kids, don't drive under the influence. Never. But sometimes it can be funny. Well, not sometimes. This one instance, this one <laughs> single instance, it was funny. It, again, just, just his reveal being yeah. that. And it was just fine. I was like, I just hope for somebody better. I don't even know who the hell I hope for. Yeah. Just I was like, I know they're gonna bring somebody out to surprise us. Let it be somebody like, damn. But then that the, uh, guy. Yeah. Dustin, but, I thought it was funny that um Cody, who had a match earlier in the night, came out in the full suit. And Dustin, who we don't know if he's there or not, comes out in full gear, including yep. like <laughs> I was like, why is he in his gear? Maybe he had a match on the dark sh- on the dark portion of the match. I don't know. Yeah, I have no but idea. I- but I doubt they're using him in dark matches. If I was them, I'd only use him at pay per views or something because he's an old freaking man. Yeah. But like I- he's in his full gear and Cody's in a suit and he it was it was just funny. But I like the ending. I like yeah. okay. Here are our stars, and then at the end, I like that the heels reign supreme. At the end, we have Jericho, we have Santana, Ortiz, we have. Hager and we have Guevara and it looks like they're a little stable maybe and they're the bad guys and I like that it's I I like that they're teaming up against the other because if we're gonna have the elite and we know who they are and they are this group of guys who are running the company and we like and we like them all all right here's this other group of guys we have the young up-and-comer we have the you know big Haas we have the legend and we have a tag team that's a good stable. Yeah, I'm I'm in on that. I really am. It, the show itself was fine. It was it was it was a good debut show. It was very good debut. Uh, a few things I would have done differently. I love the turnbuckle cam that we saw a couple times. Yes, in that. that was pretty badass. I hated the women's title belt. Ugh, it more than just, anything in the world. I just have to believe they didn't like it arrived in the mail and they're like took it out of the box and we're like oh shit. But like, <laughs> like it, you have. Nyla Rose, you have Awesome Kong. Like, come on! Like, I'm not judging <laughs> anybody by when anything. Kong puts that. T- but like, what's Kong gonna do with that belt? Just bigger women, and that's okay to be a bigger woman. But like, like, put it on Nia Jax. It would look tiny. Nia yeah. Jax is just a big girl. No, and that's like, I want. I, I don't like when they. It's it's not nearly as. Um, Condescending as like the butterfly title was. Well, yeah, but it's in the same realm. Oh, yeah. Like we have this dainty little. It looks novelty. Yeah, exactly. I don't want the title yeah. to look novelty. I want it to look special. And unfortunately, <laughs> that's my main takeaway. Aside from the show just being good, that was my main takeaway. But, I was like, really? Uh, for, you could spend ten dollars more and get the bigger size. For week one, I would say they knocked it pretty much out of the park. Yep. There weren't. Uh, any sort of technical difficulties, any of the live TV issues nope. that can come with something. It definitely looked like a good professional broadcast. And JR made a point of it. Man, I did miss TV 14. I just want it to be a little less sanitary. Like yeah. watching Raw and SmackDown every week. Listen, they are what they are. And clearly it works because they signed a billion dollar TV deal. But. I just like it being a little bit more adult-oriented, and it was, and I liked it. I I wasn't, just to throw the Moxley thing in there one more time, I don't know, like, I was never a big fan of his in WWE. He's fine, entertaining enough, whatever. If he's just there to essentially mutilate himself by doing all this dumb stuff, 
I'm not going to like him even more. That bump was hilarious. Yeah. Like, first of all, he never does the uh, the double arm DDT like that. Right. Like he never does. It's never. Lifts. It's like a, it's always just that a, in a glorious. Yeah. It's DDT. just always uh, just a drop DDT. But he does the lift onto the glass table, and I was like, wait, what's he? When he lifted him, I was like, maybe he's just going to like suplex That's him. That's what I thought it was going to And be. then he just went back with it. I was like, that doesn't seem to make any sense. It, but he he just. He wants to be Mick Foley, man. He yeah, wants to do death him. matches. Do, that's do what, crazy shit. That's what he wants to do. I will definitely lose a bit if of they have a, wrestling respect for him. If they if have a, the if they get War Games back like Cody does, he's coming off the top of the damn thing. Oh, like that's gonna happen. See, Cody wants to buy back War Games. Hey. Eh. I, I, I wonder him. if they'd sell it to him. You never know. They, they're evidently per him. They're not holding Cody Rhodes, the name, yeah, yeah. hostage. I, I mean, they're. I like that he said they're not holding it hostage, so just not one of these things like he could have taken a shot and didn't. I appreciate yeah. that because that's going to get old. I like that it's a war and everything, Absolutely. but it's just going to get old if uh, WWE's evil. Like, man, we know. We know yeah. Vince is a freaking oil baron. Like, you know, I, I don't got to be told. But I, 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 it's, I like that he said I could be Cody if I could be Cody Rhodes if I wanted to. Yeah. I, I thought that. I was mean, cool. I, th- I think they have a bit of respect for him because of his father. Absolutely, I, I would hope because of him too. But they tried to hire him because back. Of his father, like before AEW launched, they tried to give him a contract, and he was like, "Nah, I'm kind of doing this thing now." Because I always thought it was a work the whole time when he oh, left. I, I thought he was coming back. And then, and then this happened. <laughs> and then now there's a in, brand in new the grand free... scheme of things, yeah. there's going to be a time where Vince McMahon is just going to buy AEW, and that's going to happen. I'm ah, almost we'll going see. to guarantee it. The cons got money. Oh, so they, of course they do. But there's going to be a time where they're just over it. There's no way Tony Khan is Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon light. I just don't believe that yet. Maybe he is. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm always wrong about things. But it'll be in one company at some point, but that's not the point. So Good opening show. Over on the other channel, we have the full two-hour debut after two weeks of a soft open, as you and I were calling <laughs> Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We have the full, and it was, because those, those were not television premiere-worthy shows. They were no. fine, but yeah. like... It wasn't, oh my God, we're like, in USA type show. Yeah, the first episode on USA, they booked backwards. Like the hour that was on the WWE network, far superior yeah. to the hour. But now we've, we finally got the two hour premiere on USA of NXT. And man, right off the bat. They started off with the uh, NXT Championship match. I have to ask you about this. The decision to go with Cole versus Matt Riddle first. Clearly a way to try to win the first quarter hour, first yes. half hour of ratings. They delivered. I, those kind of matches are hit or miss for me. I get that the athleticism on display, absolutely freaking incredible. I just... Sometimes I get annoyed with like, oh, a desperation recovery, and then another desperation recovery, yeah. and then another, oh, he kicked him in the head, and then he yeah. kicked him in the head. I get annoyed with it sometimes. I thought those two did it as well as I've seen it done last night. I'm trying to decide where I stand on Matt Riddle. I, I, I He's grown on me so I love Matt Riddle now. I'm I didn't at, at first. Love. He's I very entertaining. He's very good in the ring. I don't know that I love the bro... <laughs> It just fits like it he fits just him. so good. Like he just nails it. Just doesn't it. do anything for me as a wrestling fan. Technically, he's freaking amazing. Adam Cole, very very good. I just don't know that he does anything for me as a character yet. But 
the match itself was good. They, they, it really was. I thought they freaking killed it. I thought it was probably the best match of the night between the two shows. And then... Um, yeah, I would give you that. That's I, just, I loved, and I really, really liked the Cody match. Like, I did. Yeah. I just... I thought this, uh, this they knocked this well, out of the it's, park. It's two A's up against yeah. each other in NXT, and an A, and no disrespect to Sammy, but at least as of this moment, an A and a C plus. Yeah, no, it's uh, these are two of the biggest stars in NXT, yeah. and Adam Cole, like he's one of the biggest stars outside of actual WWE, Raw and SmackDown. He's one of the biggest stars in all of wrestling. And I might actually give him yeah. with Raw and SmackDown included yeah. right now. And Matt Riddle, uh, he was an MMA star. He's got name recognition. He plays his character. He's great in the ring. I just thought they killed it. But then, after this awesome match, the big reveal, Finn Balor is NXT. Man, as soon as he comes out in NXT, I like him again. Yeah. I, he just works there. It just fits. Because that that's where he became That's who, him. yeah. That's who he is. That's who Finn Balor is. Prince Devitt is a different thing. Yes. Finn Balor, that's, he was the last of the NXT to me. Like, that was my favorite era of NXT. Yes. Like, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor. That was my favorite thing. I was hoping, and obviously it's SmackDown, still Kevin Owens. I mean, people get fired, who the hell knows, but that's not what we're talking about yeah. right now. I was hoping that when Kevin Owens tweeted out the date, which was today, yesterday, excuse me, it was going to be him as that big reveal. Because I, I think Kevin Owens can carry a show. But again, we'll get to Kevin Owens in a second. But seeing it was Finn Balor... Seeing their reaction, seeing his in NXT version of the entrance almost works better than seeing the entire arena throw their hands yes. up when the lights come on and do the thing. It almost works better in a small space. It, yeah, that's one of the things I saw. I think it was the um, which dirt sheet was I reading this morning? I think it was .NET, Pro Wrestling .NET, which is one of the sites I actually like. Uh, but they compared the two shows, and one of the hits for uh, AEW on, the, on, I think it's Jason Powell runs that site, he said, like, AEW running arenas while NXT is in that space uh, in full sale definitely gives AEW more of a, um, like, an A-show feel. And I don't necessarily, I don't disagree, but I also just love Full Sail so much. Yeah. I think it plays, and like Raw and SmackDown do exist. So NXT is this other thing to me. I like it in the small space. I like it in the intimate setting. And yeah, like in the big arena when Finn does his entrance, it, it's just whatever. It looked like to me, especially like after the segment, he's in. They're doing it along with them, the crowd, and it just looked like these are disciples of his. Yes. Like they, like they are followers of Finn Balor. It just looked so cool. To and me. it's weird because I always say, and I've said it many times on this podcast, that I dislike Impact for it being that small, intimate type stadium. Well, they are at a sound stage, and it it's empty. Like exactly. that's the difference. NXT fills up their version of a sound stage or their arena, whatever the hell you want to call full sale, and it just works. It just does. Yeah, I, I I love Full Sail. I thought the crowd really brought it because one of the first notes I made made about AEW, there was a constant sound, there was constant crowd noise, and yep. I like the people at the show were really into the show. You know who's making noise at a WWE show? People who aren't into it. It's people chanting for CM Punk or Foreign Objects Spanish announce table. Yep. Like, whatever. It's like people who want to disrupt the show because they're unhappy with it. And then that it carried over the uh, full sale crowd, brought it as well. So I was Absolutely. happy with that. Uh, we get 
I guess we'll fast forward here. Well, we'll just go. Uh, Baszler versus uh, Candice LeRae. I like both of these. Uh, it was a good match. I just knew. Like, it just didn't feel like it was going to happen. Like, uh, a title change just didn't seem like it was in the cards I last night. I don't know where they're going with Shayna Baszler. I just don't. Yeah, she's just murdered everybody now. Like, and I, unless they have some big surprise... I don't know what they're trying to accomplish unless it's just another Oscar type situation and she just wins for five years straight. That's and, the and unless, okay, bye. There's there's always to me been one path for Baszler and it was Ronda Rousey and Ronda's not around anymore. No, except like, on Total Divas. Yeah, except Total Divas. Weird. But like I just don't is she just gonna be women's champ forever? I don't necessarily hate it, but, but is that, that just what it. she is? Because then you're crushing every other yeah. women's star there is. Like Candice LeRae is entertaining. I think her and Johnny will be called up, quote-unquote, probably within the next year or so. And she'll be good there. I think yeah. she really will. She's a bit shorter, but that's beside the point. I just don't know where they're going with Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I, I, Unless one of her friends is going to turn on her, that's, and it, that's do, who does it. Do either of them ever wrestle? I feel like I've seen one match with them total. Not that I've seen. I, like, I just... They have an interesting look. They look like they could whoop some ass, but I, they just kind of follow Shayna around. I, I don't know. Maybe they're taking it to the four horsewoman thing. Maybe that's what's yeah. coming in WrestleMania whenever Ronda's fully healthy or whatever. But it was a good match. It just I, I, Every time I see her, she just crushes the next female talent they put her with, and that's that. Yeah. We move on to uh, Io Shirai versus Mia Yim. Uh, I like both of these women. Yeah. But again, like... They've both lost, I believe, to Baszler. Yeah. So where are we going? Yeah, it's I, just, I just another number one contender. Yeah, like, Io Shirai is fun. I like when she flips off all the ropes and all yeah, that. Yeah, they're both really good. Like that's, but, I, I'm, I just it was and it was a fine match. It's I just, just the problem with their women's division is yeah. when you literally dominate everyone. Okay, so what she, now? So yeah. she got dominated. Io Shirai, you got dominated by Baszler once. Oh, she's come back again. Okay. We go to the Velveteen promo. Velveteen is like my favorite wrestler I would in the agree. business. He cut that line. Um, I've never had a problem taking on two guys before. <laughs> like, so freaking good. Oh my, he's just incredible. He's one of the, to me, one of the absolute guy with the most star power potential in the company might be him. When you see where he came from, is Patrick, what, Patrick yeah, Clark or something Clark, like that? Yeah. From Tough Enough. Like, I actually went back and rewatched a bit of Tough Enough just because I was bored one day. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, he's on this this version. And then he got eliminated, well, maybe through or something. I don't know. But to see where he was from then, because he was super talented then, to all of a sudden back and in this brand new persona of just Dusty Rhodes, Hulk Hogan, everything combo, it, he, he can be it. Like, I could picture a Fiend versus Dream segment down the line oh my god just the craziest stuff that ever existed like it would just be the absolute most ridiculous like, stuff i picture that now ever like be. freddy krueger in his dreams type mm -hmm. stuff going on. like yes i could picture this down the line and it, I, I don't know he 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 could be he might be the the next big star this company has these other two matches before we get to the main event uh i thought like on a normal night either of these would have been great show opening matches like johnny gargano he's mr nxt that to me he should have had the first match yep. but i get what you're trying to do with riddle and cole in the opening segment and you're setting up 
two different returns, so you're trying to space them out, and they're both about revolve around Adam Cole, so it's all fine. Uh, but yeah, Pete Dunn versus Danny Birch, good, fine, cool. I like both of them. It was what it was. Gargano and Shane Thorne, to me, that should have been the opener if not for, hey, we got to beat that first quarter hour. Exactly. Uh, we got to beat AEW. Gargano, I feel like he's not being positioned yet as high. I get, he's just coming off of the big feud for the title, so right. I get it. But it seems like we're starting over because we're on TV now. I feel like Gargano should be higher up on the card. I would agree with that. I, I don't know exactly what they have plans for the yeah. North American title right now, but I could see him back in that ladder of success, hopefully, maybe. I could see him back in for, for Goldie, yeah. as we'll get to in a minute, too. I, he, he is a better version of Chad Gable right now. Yeah. A, a baby face-ish, really talented freaking wrestler. He needs to be built. He needs to be more there with them. Yeah. And that's on them, not him. Then we get to the main event, Street Profits versus uh, Undisputed, uh, Cole uh, O'Reilly and Fish. They tore the house down, but the big story to come out of this, we got a second return. Tommaso Ciampa is back, and he is looking at Adam Cole's NXT Championship Man, for a to to kick off, okay, this is where we're going with this story because Finn Balor coming back, that's huge. But Ciampa, when he got hurt and had to forfeit the title, it was pretty devastating like, for a lot of people. There. It was it two years of storyline, like the the Gargano and Ciampa thing had been going on for two years, and he got hurt for a second time, and it kind of just crushed that. I was th- like, if they were to start Gargano and Ciampa. From scratch, like bring them out as DIY, and like obviously that's not what they're doing. But if now that they're on TV and getting all this new exposure, if they were to start from the very beginning and do the whole thing over That'd be again, fun. I would not hate it. No, I would be so on board with that. But that would be a Ciampa lot of fun. coming out and basically getting himself right involved in the uh, in the championship mix, right where he left off. A uh, big reveal at the end. I thought it was uh, you said for AEW the Moxley and uh, Hager reveals were backwards. I love Chomp. I'm wearing a Tommaso Ciampa yes, shirt right now. He's one of my favorite wrestlers in the business. It seems like Balor is a bigger deal though. Like, sh- yeah. should it have been the well, other way? Is he? Should that's should, a great question. Yeah, is he at this point? I don't know that he is because that's point. crazy right. to think he's not, but he might not be. It... Him great, being on NXT that. is a big deal because he's been a main roster guy. Yes. Like, Ciampa has been up for, what, one tag match or two tag matches when they were just, oh, hey, it's a brand split, but not really. Here's NXT guys But sometimes. now they're telling us that NXT is their own brand. Yeah. Triple H did a whole bunch of media at the Performance Center. NXT is no longer minor leagues. Yep. So him being there shouldn't have us looking at it as a demotion. Yeah. It just shouldn't. But it kind of does still. It just really does. Yeah. It feels that until... Until NXT really starts to progress and what their show is, like, it's a two-hour show for the first time, you know? Yeah. Like, until it becomes not the developmental territory perception-wise, it's the developmental territory. Now, here's where the question comes. The draft is coming up, what, in two weeks? I was just about to Next ask week, you the same something thing. like that. Do they get picks Is now? it an NXT draft? Is it a three-way draft? <clears throat> I was wondering the same thing. And they're going to split it up 
some picks on Raw, some picks on SmackDown, blah, 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 blah. I, I would cancel all that bullshit. Just put a two-hour special on the damn network. Have three damn general <laughs> managers up there. Just pick the damn thing. It'd be so much more fun they than doing it They should do it, it like, because... Like, the whole idea started with, hey, look at these ratings the NFL gets for its effing draft. Yeah. We should do something like that. <laughs> and then do something like, they don't do the draft in the middle of the Super yeah. Bowl. Like, they Not do. draft the, and then a match yeah, and a draft like, and then yeah. a match. They just do the draft. Like, I agree very, it should be on the network at, or it's on something Wherever. as its own Put special. Put it on some channel. Yeah. Do a special. Give us a draft. But they should get their own picks. Yeah. And if that's the case. I wonder. Is everybody open now? Like. That's. Uh, all, I would. Vacate every title. Every freaking title. What if they were to just go like, hey, season premiere, everything's brand new. We are everything. We are racing the record books. You could even give like, us Fiend Seth for the damn universal yeah. title, but it's vacated. It's, Neither one has it. Yeah. Start freaking fresh. Because that way you at least think that Adam Cole could get quote unquote called up. You think that Velveteen Dream could get called up. You think that the Fiend or Seth Rollins could go to NXT. Whatever. I wonder. I it's very. Uh, we're gonna get some questions answered on SmackDown. Yeah. There's and a if lot they're not every, yeah. involved in the draft, then are they? How are they still the next brand? How are they not developmental? Yeah, there's this other thing over here. Like, yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be very odd. It's gonna be interesting to see how they position all this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to SmackDown. Well, uh, I mean, and, and the Rock's coming back, but that's oh well, yeah, no of course. Um, so first night Wednesday Night Wars, who won night one? <sighs> strictly, and I mean strictly, for it being new and different, AEW won night one. But that's the only reason. I think AEW, man, like the NXT the whole time, I'm thinking, like other than that first match, which was incredible, I'm thinking like there wasn't a thing that tied this together. Right. And then we have the final match, which ties to the first one, and then that's exactly like AEW was, so it, it worked. But I'm going to give it to AEW. I just had more fun watching AEW this week. I and think it I was, was more excited for it. it. Yes. It, no matter what, like, we both love the – I was thinking about this. Like, we both love The Fiend. The Fiend is the best thing in wrestling right By now. By in, in any company, MLW – NWA, New Japan, whatever. I don't care. The Fiend is the best thing in pro wrestling right now. Absolutely. In the back of your mind, don't you just know they're going to ruin it somehow? Oh, absolutely. There's not that. with. It. There's no negativity to draw on with AEW. Yep. In a month, that there's could change. Be, oh, yeah, they're winning. Like, you know, it could be like, well, they're just going to keep doing this damn same thing. <laughs> but that doesn't exist yet. So the potential for everything is just that. I don't think, well, this is what I would do, so I know it's going to suck because they're going to do this. That doesn't exist yet, and that's definitely creeping in when I'm watching certain things. Yeah. And I, you're, you're not wrong even a little bit there. I know like, they're going to screw up my favorite character. Yeah, like probably, Seth Rollins is going to go over clean at Hell in a Cell, and we're going to be I right will, back where we started from. I have from. little hair on my head right now. If Seth Rollins goes over clean, if Seth Rollins goes over dirty, if Seth Rollins has the damn belt after Sunday night, I'm going to be... 
so furious. I mean, like with if WWE, the fiend just sets the building on fire and there's no end to the match, then I'll be that okay would be with, better. I'll be okay with that. But yeah, like they I, better I, have a no decision before Seth yes, Rollins wins the damn one hundred percent. Yeah, if if this match ends in some sort of no, like they both stab each other to death and it's like okay, it, it, fine. That's better than <laughs> like, Seth Rollins winning yeah, clean. Like yeah, no, I agree. But in the back of your mind, aren't you just like Seth Rollins is going to win clean? Curb stomp one two three. Yep. The fiend is just Bray Wyatt all over again. Uh, <laughs> and it, that because of that, like AEW, AEW yep. yeah, that's and that's where we but are. Weird, I don't have that feeling about NXT. I don't. But because of that feeling in WWE, <laughs> yes, because it's AEW still won. WWE. They're gonna do something I freaking hate. Like they just are. I know <sighs> it. <sighs> now I'm scared to watch uh, but, Hell in a Cell this weekend. Oh, I know. I know. I'm so scared right now. It's just like they rush the things so like. Fiend should not yet be in a title match, but he is, so he has to win because yeah. he can't lose. Well, you can't have Seth Rollins in freaking tears, essentially. Yeah, like scared to death, multiple pissing times, himself. And all of a sudden, he goes, oh, he prevailed at Conquer. <laughs> no. No. This guy is your best character probably since the debut of The Undertaker. Yes. And like, Do not ruin him, please, You know Vince. what they did? Like, take, I was thinking about that, the, like... Taker debuted at Survivor Series 1990. He got his title shot at Survivor Series 1991, and he won. Like, he beat Hulk Hogan, but it took a year to get, and I know, like, that's not the way the world works anymore. Nothing takes a year anymore, but it should have been a little longer. I don't even, you may be right, and I don't even feel like they rushed it. I just feel like they're going to WWE it. Yeah. And I will prevail and conquer and succeed and blah, blah, blah. like, Seth Rollins is freaking entertaining. He is. I I'm love so, yeah, he's, I am so over uh, Seth Rollins right now. I just he's just this He's a heel, but they don't have baby faces, so he has to be a baby face. He is and so much better when he was stabbing smarmy, friends in the oh back. Oh my god. He he just the his first title run when he blew out his knee, like that killed me because he was just starting to nail being that guy, and then it was over. Well, they have zero baby faces. Yeah, zero. they just have no baby faces. You destroyed Braun Strowman for the eight thousand times. It's a company time. of a holes, and they're all like all of our, all of our personalities are heel, so we all have to be heels. And but there is like one great baby face and I we're going to wrap this up. I just want to get your take on this real fast cuz it's our next show will be after Friday Night Smackdown where Kofi's going to lose the title to Brock Lesnar. Absolutely. God, man, I feel bad for Co- like he had um, his WrestleMania moment, and yeah. he had his run and I get it like Smackdown is like he was champ of the B show and now it's no longer the B show, so we're putting the title on Brock. I get it. Everyone's obsessed with Brock. Man, I hate for it to just end like yeah. like Kofi's setting up this epic run, and then I'm now sorry, we're on we Fox it. now, and New they TV want Brock. Deal, <laughs> yeah, it's just a shame. I feel bad for I him. Do. I, I do, I do, but not to even be rude to Kofi. I'm kind of over Kofi too. Like, I just, I, I guess I don't watch enough SmackDown just, consistently enough to see what he's been doing and see how he's progressing, but. Eh. I just, yeah, I just, I, I wanted it to last. I wanted. I wanted Big E to turn. Yes. That's what... And maybe he still will. Maybe he will. Can you imagine a Brock-Big E faction? <laughs> like, these just two big mamma jammas just running all uh, over everybody. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Like, <laughs> My God. And not even... Listen, just one more Brock thing. I, I was thrilled with how the Rey Mysterio thing played out. And Dominic... Oh, and my I guess, God! Whatever. I finally got it! Dominic took a beating! But... 
Why? Like, why? Because I, I don't care. Even, I don't no, care why. That. Like, but there's got to be a why. I don't care just why. Brock comes out because and beats up the Dominic small guy just for the sake of being Dominic small deserves it. <laughs> I was all about it. I hate and him. I don't know why I hate him. He took that German like a pro. Oh, too. my God. That Good was a him. great job. He did. Now, we both made fun of that cage side seats article that was, he put over Brock better than anyone. I'm like, okay, well, the Undertaker put him over, so yes. no, he didn't. But um, he's but up on that list. No, he definitely, like, he took the moves great, and, like, he looked like he was in danger when he almost dropped him and then picked him back up and ran him into the ring post. He looked like he was in danger. Yeah. <laughs> like he looked like he was in but physical danger. But just give me why. Like, come on. Uh, don't, don't make it because so Brock is a Because Brock is a cold-blooded killer. That's why. It's <laughs> fine, but... SmackDown, I was just thinking last night, like, thinking about what SmackDown could be now. It's on Fox. They gave him a billion dollars. So whatever Fox wants, Fox is going to get. Um, oh. The Rock's... Yeah, The Rock's back, so coming back. Stone Cold's going to be there. Brock Lesnar's going to be champ. Like, this is going to be— That means Brock's got to be there. I can foresee a world where I am keeping up with Raw, like, through the dirt sheets and on Twitter. And watching SmackDown? And, like, yeah, SmackDown and Wednesdays are where I really watch wrestling. Yeah. I can foresee that world, and I never thought in my wrestling-watching life Raw wouldn't be the number one priority. But it's not the number one priority anymore. It is so not the number. Like that's if Fiend loses clean on Sunday, I might not watch Raw on Monday. I'll have to do this show pretending I saw it. Can can the Fiend move to SmackDown? Because I, if he does that, I'll watch only SmackDown. Yeah, no, I was thinking the that's thing, the only reason for me to watch Raw. The it was thing, Firefly, Funhouse, and Fiend. The thing keeping me on Raw is Bray Wyatt, and <laughs> if he's not on Raw, I wouldn't watch Raw. No, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if he were to go to SmackDown or something, I would probably watch way less Raw. And like, I, I if I had a Monday Raw. off, which is rare because, like, I work Mondays, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I I might – it's going to be on my DVR, but I'm not going to get around to it as often. No, yeah, I'll, I'll fly through it. Yeah. yeah. All wow. right. I think we wow. nailed everything, Turtle. I yeah, think we that's, did. Uh, that's the world of wrestling this week. Wednesday Thank Night you. Wars. Yeah, Wednesday Night Wars are here. Watch them both. Enjoy Hell them yes. both. Do it. I am making a point to watch AEW first, though. I know. I have um, Hulu, so I don't even count in the cable ratings, but I'm watching AEW I, first. I, I think it will vary week to week. I'm going yeah. to watch both, regardless. Oh, yeah. I'm watching both. It'll vary week to week, depending on the matchups, but at least for the first month or so, AEW's got my attention. Yeah, that's. I wanted to ask who you thought won. I thought AEW won yeah. the first, but you know who really wins? Us. Us. Absolutely. Wrestling freaking... Like, being a wrestling fan is good again, and it was bad for a while. It's it, good again. It's it's not only good again; it, it hooks so many people who haven't been into it. I'm excited to see this rating. Like I literally turned it on for not 30 seconds. I I did some wedding nonsense last night, so we had TVs on mute. Like I started it late, turned it on. My fiance, not a wrestling fan, starts breaking AEW down. I'm like, how do you even know all this stuff? It just started. Yeah. It's like, I live with you, dummy. I'm like, oh, yeah. She listens to Smarks and Stripes. She absolutely does. And thank you all so much for listening to Smarks and Stripes. Uh, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast provider. Give us those good reviews. Give us those five stars. My name is Bill Matz for Turtle. Have a great week, everybody. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today.
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.